Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is The Fan Early Morning Show. It's The Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. A little freaked out this morning. So I left some garbage out overnight. And uh, it was unguarded trash bags. And this morning when I was getting into my car to come to this shift, there was this little giant rat thing. Was it a raccoon? I think it was a possum. Never really seen one up close. I've seen some in videos. I've never seen one that close. It's just slithering its way past my garage, past the uh, garbage bags. Yeah, they were open. Trash is everywhere in, in my yard now. And uh, But I was scared of that thing. Uh, I know the reputation of Posse. So I'm a little freaked out this morning. Um, and that's why. But we'll, we'll move on. We'll be all right. Everything's fine. I, I sure hope I'm going to pick up that trash when I get home. Everything's going to be fine. But uh, I heard uh, I heard Possire not to be messed with. And, um, yeah, I was just scared. It just looks like a giant rat. It just looks like a giant rat. Ugh. Scary encounter. Scary encounter. Or, or passing, I should say, because I didn't encounter it. I'm sure it would have bit me if I encountered it, but that's why I wanted to stay as far away from it as I could. So uh, hopefully I can rectify that situation. But, uh, yeah, Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan, if you want to give me a call. I've got several things to um, address this morning. The integrity of Mike Tomlin is once again being questioned by many. Uh, is David Bednar a trade piece that the Pirates can send away for some uh, more ideal talent at this point, especially with the Pirates' reputation of developing, or at least finding, Serviceable closers year to year. And apparently the Dodgers have interest in an Austin Hedges Rich Hill package. Hmm, a little suspicious there. Why would the Dodgers who are fighting for first place be interested in Austin Hedges with Rich Hill? I mean, Hill might still have some value, especially if he goes back to a team he's familiar with, but uh, Austin Hedges... Does this mean he has value because the Dodgers are interested in him? We'll talk about we'll talk about all that in due time. And if you want to give me a call and you want to express your opinions on 
Anything Pittsburgh sports, you're welcome to. 412-928-9370 is the phone number. That's 412-928-9370. You can call me on the phone. You can uh, tweet at me, at Callis underscore 33 is my Twitter handle. So if you want to send me a tweet as well or just tag me in a tweet with your comments, you're welcome to communicate with with me that way as well. And we'll... We'll talk. But real quick, um, I found out a few years ago that uh, the Western Pennsylvania is actually, there are several leagues, several teams that exist throughout Western Pennsylvania that have an interest in playing professional wiffle ball. And I wasn't familiar with it at first uh, until some connections through school got me to to seeing how these guys play and then I realized it's not just a western Pennsylvania thing there is a national wiffle ball league it's the national wiffle ball league association so teams from around the country form up to play competitive wiffle ball with strict rules slight deviations from the Major League Baseball rules as we know it. But um, when the pandemic happened, uh, after it was over, the championship, the national championship was delayed a bit. It had been hosted in Ohio for several years. Then it was scheduled to move to Indiana. But uh, the pandemic caused them to move to a different location. And Western PA was a location of interest. And so in 2020, there was a national wiffle ball tournament and championship that took place, I think, in North Strabane or South Strabane Township down in Washington County. And it was a little bit, I don't know how much interest it drew. It was outside. Um, I can't remember exactly I was there, but I don't remember how many people were there. Um, but it was a little strict because of because uh, of the regulations at the time because of the pandemic. But here we are now, three years later, and that national wiffle ball championship is being played again in Western Pennsylvania at Wild Things Park on Sunday. So, uh, day after Doran and uh, the celebrity softball game that's being taken place on Saturday at Wild Things Park. So. A couple events going on there this weekend, but yeah, a, a national wiffle ball championship. Like teams from around the nation are coming to Western Pennsylvania. Professional wiffle ball players going to play for the national championship at Wild Things Park on Sunday. So I didn't know about this until as uh, as recently as three years ago, and now they're playing again, but at Wild Things Park. So they're playing. Uh, the championship should be at night, so you shouldn't miss the pirate game. Uh, because of this, but uh, if you're looking for a unique sport to to observe, uh, watch national uh, nationally recognized wiffle ball teams play at Wild Things Park. Uh, Wild Things Park, right here in uh, in Western Pennsylvania. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And uh, you know, I'm a baseball guy, so any even deviation of baseball, like softball, wiffle ball. Um, to an extent, cricket. Uh, so yeah, no, I love all the sports with kind of those deviations of, of uh, of baseball. But yeah, to to have uh, wiffle ball in Western Pennsylvania, I think is unique. 
All right, Pittsburgh sports. Uh, what do I want to go into first? Let's see here. We'll, we'll acknowledge some of the trade targets that, that seem to be on the block for the Pirates right now. Austin Hedges and Rich Hill seem to be a package interest from the for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, yeah, going uh, going through the All Star break, the Dodgers are tied for first place with the Arizona Diamondbacks. So the Dodgers still not comfortably ahead in the division. And again, I, I talked about this yesterday. The divisions in Major League Baseball this year are crazy. It's 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 weird how lopsided the talent is this year. And I talked about the AL Central too. I cited them or the teams in that division. Uh the Cleveland Guardians lead with a 45 and 45 record. The Detroit Tigers are in third place. They're 10 games out of a wild card spot with a 39 and 50 record. The Tigers are five and a half games back through the division lead. So it's a year where it's it's looking easier to win a division in certain divisions than to get a wild card spot. Now, as for the American League East, um, the talent in that division is overwhelming. And it looks like if the well, not quite. Uh, the Rangers and the Astros uh, are the only two teams in the American League that uh, have better records than two of the teams in the AL East. But uh, every AL East team is over 500. So that's the kind of year it is. But the Dodgers seem to have interest now. They're 51 and 38. They're tied with the Diamondbacks with a 52 and 39 record. So the winning percentage is a little different. But um, in terms of leading the division and being ahead of other teams, they they lead. They're the exact amount of games back of every other team in the division. Now, the Giants are coming to, to town, so depending on how well the Giants do against the Pirates will determine how competitive the, the division might get, but it is a three-team race right now. So the Dodgers aren't in a comfortable lead, and they don't technically have sole possession of the, the division lead in the National League West. So what do you do? Uh, Rich Hill, not the most consistent pitcher, but somebody who's been enjoyed by uh, by teammates, somebody who has given you know veteran experience and seemed to have his leadership present uh, with the team this year. Do you throw him aside? Are you willing to part ways with him and and send him to a team he used to play for to strengthen them? And help them win a division for a return that I don't anticipate being very, very large. And then do you send Austin Hedges, the uh, the catcher that we've grown accustomed to hating here in Pittsburgh? Do we send him as well and let them continue to be battery mates on the high payroll division leading Los Angeles Dodgers? And it's going to depend for me. And I'll tell you what it depends on. Oops, sorry, we had a call and now we don't. Uh, you can call 412-928-9370. I was about to pick up the phone, but then um, the person dropped. So call back. If you just called in, call back. I'll uh, I'll take your call. I just looked at the phones. But uh, here's what it's going to depend on. It, the return has to be, at this point, the return has to be somebody who's under contract for a while who is close to making... Um, close to making a major league debut. I mean, like 
a month close or somebody who's had major league experience, slight major league experience, is under contract for a while, somebody who's established as a big name, whether that be young talent or perhaps a veteran under contract. Got a caller? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, great show, man. Um, this is Lou from Bentleyville. Hi, Lou. I want to hear your I want to hear your opinion about what you think we should do. Um, if we win the next four out of six games against the San Francisco Giants and and the Cleveland, um, do you think that we're going to be? Should we sell? Should we try to um, try to make a few moves for next year, or do you think we should stay path the way we are and try to go for the playoffs? Thank you, and I appreciate you so much, buddy. Yeah, thanks for the call, Lou. I appreciate it. Listen, it's it's a weird year, and what I would do if I were the Pirates is that I would try to acquire a couple more pieces. I would shoot for the playoffs this year. I wouldn't mortgage the future and, and send a bunch of high-end prospects to other teams. But for me, you're eight and a half games out of the division. If you win four of six, and let's say the Brewers or Cubs or uh, or even the Reds, really, if they all struggle, I think that you, you get back into it, and it's still a long season. You're still you still have about eighty games left to play. I would go for it. I would see who would be interested in giving up a piece or two to add to see if the Pirates could make a run and uh, and really compete for the division. Because this year it's – really this year the, uh, specifically the way that other teams are playing, the division is what you're going to have to hit. I don't think that the Pirates can get a wild card spot the way the rest of the, the, the league looks, which now I think about it maybe – it would be silly to go for the division lead because you have less of a chance of getting a spot for the playoffs. But also, you know, how often has this division looked this uh, attainable? And I think that's frustrating because they had a lead and then they they just stopped playing up to up above their expectations. So personally, though, I'd go for the division. I'd try to strike. If you're this close and the the division is proven to be as weak as it is, I'd try to add. Now, the Pirates have been saying over and over again, um, I think Charrington said it or, or Bob Nutting might have thrown this in there somewhere, that they have not expected to compete this year. Like, they weren't expecting to compete this year. They were expecting to continue to develop. They were going to have one more development year. They were going to see who they were able to get in the draft with the number one overall pick, and they were going to make this one more developmental year while still housing some veteran talent on the team. The Carlos Santana's, the Austin Hedges, the Rich Hills of the team, the G-Man Choi's, right? Acquiring talent uh, that's a little more experienced to maybe guide young players to where they should be or, or to give them advice to... Just let the young players observe what the experienced veterans have done. I think that was the purpose of this year. So I want them to buy. I would do that. I want them to add pieces. 
But judging on what they've said, judging on what I've known insiders to say, what uh, I I understand that the team has said is that they, they didn't expect to compete, and so they're not going to be too hasty with this year. They're not going to give up any young talent, much young talent, if any at all, to acquire veterans because they weren't supposed to compete anyway. So there's no reason to mortgage the future because internally the front office, the leaders of the team in the front office, they didn't expect this team to compete anyway. That's kind of frustrating when you understand how well they started and how attainable this division really is. I mean, I'm not saying that the Pirates are going to go on a winning streak in a way where they can realistically get the the division lead. But if there was any year that the division was obtainable, it was this year. And I think that's where we're frustrated as fans because you think of the Pirates going to held on. Maybe May was a rough month, but they still were close. But that month of June happened. They lose 10 in a row. They lose 13 games in a 15 stretch, and then all of a sudden they are out of it. They're eight and a half games back. That is looking like it's it's getting to a number where you might not be able to come back from it. And the Cardinals are, are right below the Pirates at 11 and a half games out. Any of those teams in the NL Central, even the Cardinals, could make a run and could compete with the Reds to take the division. Any of them could. If the Reds get cold enough and any of these other teams get hot enough, I mean, it's totally possible. It's not like the NL East where the Nationals are 24 and a half out at this point or the Rockies in the NL West are are 18 games out or even in the American League. Yeah, the Athletics, 27 and a half games out. The Royals in the weakest division of baseball this year, the AL Central, 19 and a half games out. So when you look at those, I mean, eight and a half doesn't seem like it's impossible. It's certainly improbable, but it's not impossible. So what would I do? Again, I would add. I would try to add, but, you know, you don't want to give up too much, and maybe that's also where it's hard is uh, from a fan's perspective versus a front office perspective. Maybe some other teams are stubborn, and they can get better offers from other teams, and they're not willing to just give up some of their established talent for uh, for a bargain, for a Pirates-friendly deal. And that's just that's the struggles of the front office, too. It's not a perfect world. It's not a video game. Other teams are going to say no. Other teams are going to haggle for more because there are 28 other teams that exist in the league that can negotiate and perhaps give a better offer. I mean, it's business at the end of the day. The players are proven commodities. I would try to buy. I would try to acquire talent. I would try to acquire major league ready talent. But the way that the Pirates are talking about it, I don't think that they're going to do that come uh, the trade deadline. Got another caller at 412-928-9370. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, this is uh, Earl. And I was uh, thinking about uh, the situation the Pirates are in, and they're eight and a half out. St. Louis is on their butt, 
And it just looks like to me uh, management is more interested in getting another high pick next year than winning the division. All right. Well, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Maybe they are. The, again, they, they said that they weren't going to compete this year, though. They weren't expecting to compete. So this this landslide that they've been on, they, they weren't expecting. So maybe they were anticipating getting another high draft pick, which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing at this point. The season has not gone. Um, the season, in many ways, has not gone how we expected it. I mean, nobody expected them to start as hot as they did. Then they did. And then in all the highs, very few people, I think, thought that they would fall off as hard as they did. So I'm not going to say that they're just searching for a draft pick this season. I'm not going to generalize it that far. But at this point, I mean, if they're going to get another high draft pick, that's not the worst thing in the world at this point, I would say. Uh, It's more about what I'm talking about is who they're going to acquire uh, as the trade deadline approaches and passes. I mean, we're a few weeks away from the trade deadline. So who could they who could they acquire? Who could they send off for value? I mean, that's just really the question here. If they, I don't think that the draft pick is as relevant. And I would say next year, if they're searching for another high draft pick, or next year they're they're not more competitive in this division, then I would be more concerned. But at, th- at this point this year, I mean, uh, to to say things like that, I don't think it's I don't think it's worth it at this point. To say that they're just searching for another high draft pick, I I don't, I don't know that that was it. I really do believe that they want to fully develop much of the talent that they have in the minor league systems. But at this point in the season as well, I think they've waited too long for uh, for certain players like Andy Rodriguez, Quinn Priester, uh, etc. So I'm not gonna go as far as to say that yet. They're just searching for a high draft pick. But um, if this continues into next season, then I'm gonna start to get uh, heavily frustrated. My name is Nicholas Herring Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. Coming up next, we're going to talk more baseball, maybe some Mike Tomlin opinions coming your way. If you want to call and you want to talk about anything Pittsburgh sports, you can at 412-928-9370. You can also uh, reply to me on Twitter. You can tag me on Twitter at Callis underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33, and we can, uh, we can chat. This is the Fan Early Morning Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fan Weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer is here. Come check out Trailblazer, Equinox, and the all-new redesigned 2024 tracks. You can also check them out online at sunchevy.com. Today, high of 85, low of 68. It's going to be mostly cloudy throughout the morning. Expect a 30% chance of thunderstorms, though, throughout the area throughout the day. And then tomorrow, 60% chance of rain with a high of 87 and a low of 68. It's going to be a hot weekend, but uh, expect some rain uh, over the weekend and then going into the next week. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis at Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan, mostly talking Pirates. I was going to talk Mike Tomlin a little bit, but uh, nothing compares really to 
um, speculating what the Pirates could do going into uh, the trade deadline as the trade deadline approaches. August 1st is the Major League Baseball trade deadline. The Pirates are eight and a half games out of the division lead, and they're even further away from the uh, from a wild card spot. So what do you do? Do you buy? Do you sell? Um, who do you get? Who's on, uh, who's on the trade block? Who's a trade target? I mean, there are a lot of questions surrounding the Pirates, and the Pirates are interesting this year mainly because of their April. I mean, if they didn't have the April that they had, um, I think that this would just be another year where, okay, everything's kind of thrown away, develop prospects, yada, yada, get to next season, we can hope for the best next season. But this year, they could, they were competitive in the month of April. This year, they were nearly unbeatable. I think the only series that they lost that I remember was the series against the Astros that they lost in April. Everything else, though, uh, everybody else, they seem to have a pretty strong grip on, and now they don't. Does David Bednar deserve to be on the trade block for the Pirates? I say short answer, yes. Long answer, who's who's the return? Which player is going to be returned? Which players are going to be returned to the Pirates? You want to acquire more prospects like, uh, like O'Neill Cruz was acquired by the Pirates from the Dodgers in 2017 for uh, closer Tony Watson. Is it going to be like that where we have to wait, what, four or five years to see him? No, I don't want that. Is there a prospect in an organization that is expected to be ready by the 2024 season, has developed far enough along where he could be ready by the high expectations year of 2024? That the Pirates have had, maybe. Do you want to give me a veteran piece, somebody who's has major league experience, who's under contract for another several years? Maybe, depending on where the needs are. Yeah, the Pirates seem to just magically pull closers out of nowhere, but. I don't know if they want to be searching for a closer or try to put somebody in that position when they already have one who's established and under contract. But that's why I say, though, I don't want just a rental for David Bednar if they were putting him on the trade block. I don't want a prospect that you're going to have to wait years and years and years for. It's got to be somebody else who's under contract for multiple years and would have to be at a position of need. Is catcher a position of need? I don't think so if they use their catchers on the roster already um, better. Maybe put you know Henry Davis at catcher more often. Maybe call up Andy Rodriguez. So I don't know if catcher is a position of interest. The outfield's pretty, pretty strong right now. There are several options that they have in the outfield, both in the majors and in the minors. Right now, that I don't know if they need to acquire an outfielder. Um, if they trade Santana or Choi, they might need... Extra help at first base. Don't need much of the infield. you got Triolo and Hayes at third. O'Neal Cruz, when he comes back, is going to hold down shortstop. Nick Gonzalez also plays there as well as second. So I don't know how many positions of need right now. Maybe get another starting pitcher? I don't know who would trade a starter for a closer, though. 
among the other teams in Major League Baseball. So that's why this is difficult. There's so many factors to think about. Ideally, you'll want to put Bednar on the trade block if you can get a good return for him. But maybe it's not the best idea to trade an established closer. And maybe the return isn't going to be ideal enough for the Pirates to consider it. And so maybe their best option is to hold on to him because he's an established closer and he's good. So, again, short answer, I would consider trading Bednar. The long answer, though, is that who who are you going to get for him? I don't foresee true benefit to trading Bednar because other teams would have to be giving up too much, and the Pirates wouldn't, if they made the deal, I don't think the Pirates would get an offer where they get a fair and beneficial return. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.